The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. How are you? Welcome. We're so glad you're with us. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with my friend Mike Fiella. And I just noticed, Mike. Yes. You shaved off part of that facial thing you had going part, on. You know, I said it was going to be um, <clears throat> May f- or, or March 1st, but okay. we've got to go a little further. I mean, I just, it took so long to grow it, I might as well keep it a little bit. <laughs> it's, and, it's not like that Chia pet, right, where you just pour some water <laughs> on it and kind of, anyways. Hey, we are so thankful that you're joining us today. We share God-sized stories from the mission field. Uh, we're part of a ministry called Eight Days of Hope. Uh, the number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. And 15 years ago, Mike, after Hurricane Katrina, that's it. Uh, 684 people went to Bay St. Louis and Waveland, Mississippi, rebuilt 84 day, 84 homes in eight days mm-hmm. for free, and a ministry was born. Now, on that first trip, were you expecting that many people? How did Mike, that turn you, out? You know that answer. So, oh, my, you know, but I like the <laughs> listeners to hear that because this is this is how ministry is birthed. You always say you got to pivot, you got to learn. We're learning every single day. But go ahead. You know, uh, 15 years ago when Katrina hit the Gulf Coast, you know, my dad calls me. I'm living in Mississippi at the time, Tupelo, Mississippi, and he said, "Let's go help somebody out." That was the plan. I mean, that was okay. as complex as this plan uh, was, was to be back in, in 2015. And here we are, Mike, 15 years later, 40,000 volunteers have rebuilt 7,000 homes following 60 disasters from coast to coast. We've been in Hawaii when the volcano erupted. We've been in Illinois with tornadoes, hurricane last year, Laura, Delta, uh, Beta. I mean, these windstorms, flooding, it goes on and on and on. It it does. But tell the listeners there's several arms of the ministry, and they are. Yeah. So, you know, the the arm that most of the the country, when they they hear of ATS Hope, if they know of ATS Hope, is our our disaster relief organization, where we, we go six months, nine months after a major disaster and build homes for free for mm-hmm. widows, elderly couples, single moms, people who don't didn't have enough insurance, kind of like Harvey. Okay. People don't realize this, Mike, but in Houston, 90% of the families that had damage, 300,000 families' homes were damaged severely. They didn't even live in a flood zone. And really? so they had no flood insurance. So they didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't like they were trying to like save money and not do insurance and take a risk. Right. But 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 they it wasn't lived, a flood zone. They lived in the wrong place. And so, you know, this is where the body of Christ comes together and we help people rebuild their homes. But we have another arm. We started in 2014. It's called our rapid response arm. And today, okay. our rapid response arm, they go anywhere in the country. In a day or two, we tarp roofs, do chainsaw work, got out homes if they flooded, and we just want to be a glimpse of Jesus. Beattyville, Kentucky is where we are today as we speak. Look at you. Man, you are on it. So we're in two <laughs> places today as we speak. We're in Beattyville, Kentucky, which is in the eastern part of Kentucky. They had sure. a massive flood, very small rural town, a, a poor community, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but no, it's, it's a community that doesn't have... Uh, their average income is is below poverty levels. And they need levels. the help, yeah. And, and they do. And we're also in Texas right now. If you remember about two and a half oh, weeks ago, yes. it seems like old news with everything going on. But Texas had a record freeze. And today, plumbers, I mean, a dozen plumbers are in Houston, Texas, Austin, Texas. They're fixing all these pipes that burst for these families. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're praying with families. We're sharing the gospel. Today in Kentucky... 
and we're going to talk to this lady here in a little bit, one of our volunteers, uh, with our laundry unit. We have a laundry unit. We Mike, do. Eight washers and eight dryers. And okay. we brought that unit to Kentucky. And in the first three days, they have done over a hundred oh, loads on. of laundry. One hundred loads. And sharing the gospel. While they're doing it, they're Fantastic. praying with people inside that laundry. Um, so rapid response and a rebuilding arm. And one last thing, we also do safe houses okay. for those rescued from sex trafficking. Mm. And it's not a topic that we would love talking about, but it's real. It's, it's a tough topic. But just last Saturday, we finished our fifth home in northeast Mississippi, um, where a facility built to provide hope to 20 females who've been rescued. And so mm. we uh, so thankful in 14 days, did about a quarter million dollars of work down there. And, and we're looking at number six and seven down the road. So natural disasters, human disasters. Um, God is moving, even during tough times, dark times, uh, the light can be seen. Well, and who would have ever thought that back in 2005 <laughs> when your dad gave that phone call that you bring it up to 2021 and anywhere from COVID to the thing, all the things you just mentioned uh, would be on our plate. And, and, and I'm blown away about the food distribution. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you've Are seen you that. Me? You're, yeah. you're, you're like well, up to date on everything Well, here. you send me the emails and I stop so deleting them. them. I read them now. <laughs> <laughs> so in the last 60 days, Mike, we have, God has allowed us to be a conduit. We have moved $2.1 million oh, of food. <laughs> Mike, tractor trailers go to Ohio, Iowa, Buffalo, New York every single week. Mm. And we work through the local church. So, so 35,000 families have received boxes of food and groceries over the last six weeks in Cincinnati, wow. Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Buffalo, New York, Batavia, New York, um, Cedar, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where our new Midwest satellite. And it's going to continue for a while. So 152 churches, you know, what we don't do is open the doors and say, hey, come get food. We want to work through the local church because sure. the local church is so important in this process. So we get the food to the local church and they distribute it to their folks and their community that they're reaching out to. They do because it gives them a chance to love on these families, sure. invite them to church and get to be there, you know, when, when they're going through a trial or a tribulation. And um, we just love the fact that God has allowed us. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of food. So. Steve, how do you keep it straight, the 8, 10, 12 hours you spend in the office? you got to be like, oh, I'm, I'm doing safe houses, then I'm doing food, then I'm doing rapid. What, okay. How do you well, get- well, first of all, it's a little bit more than 8 or 10, but that's all the story. But here's, here's the reason I'm, why. I'm, I'm one person out of 181. We have 181 leaders, Mike. Hmm. All but four are volunteers. Oh, wow. 177 volunteer leaders who are as passionate about sharing the gospel using their gifts as you and I are. So- S- so we can say Eight Days of Hope is a volunteer organization. It's volunteer-led. There's, there's, yeah. there's no doubt. If Steve dies tomorrow or our vice president or something happens to one of our staff members, this ministry, this It'll is all about on. Jesus. This yeah. is not about a person. It's not sure. about a denomination. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I have talked many times, 181 mm-hmm. leaders, 11 different denominations. Yes, absolutely. The church being the church. Exciting. Oh, I love it. Exciting. I love it. Go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com for more information. Volunteering in Kentucky is 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 done. We're full. We had so many people I respond. Did read that. And so that's quickly incredible. during a pandemic. Yes, yes. Um, so we're full. But you can pray for those in Kentucky. And I'm going to be candid with you. We have not raised a lot of money for Kentucky because mm. if you live in Iowa or if you live in Florida or in upstate New York, you're like, what happened in Kentucky? But um, hundreds of families, 
homes flooded and we'll be there for about two weeks mike so if you want to sow into that ministry we just step out of faith we know god's gonna provide he always does uh you can mail a check to us to p.o box 3208 3208 tupelo mississippi 3803 and i said that very fast so we'll say that again here in a little bit but kentucky or you can help out in texas as well so the three things we always say we can only say two come on three or all three. Kentucky, are, well, we can say two, but Texas, we can say three, but go okay, ahead. So okay, so pray. Amen. And there you go. Uh, volunteer. Come on. And then donate. You know, and do one of the three. Sure. Do we all can pray. I mean, before we even started this this morning, we prayed. Right. I mean, it starts with prayer. It ends with prayer. Uh, but today, Mike, we have to talk fast because we're going to move fast. We've got three amazing guests. Wow. We've never had more than one guest. Did I get that email? Who yes. Are we it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but today we're going to talk with um, an in, in, in studio guest. We're going to mm. meet her in a minute. Her name is Emery Fancher. Okay. Emery lives in upstate New York, and she heard about what was going on in Texas, and she wanted to make a difference. Now, Emery is not old like you and I. She, she is. is a young leader at okay. the age of nine. Nine years old. And we're going to talk to Emery and find out what God laid on Emery's heart. Um, then, after our first break, we're going to go to talk to John Himes. John Himes is one of our 181 leaders. He's in Kentucky. I mean, okay. he's there right now right today. serving families. And then in the last part of the segment of the show today, we're going to talk to Lisa McQueen. She's the one that's in charge of doing all the laundry okay. with the volunteers in Kentucky. She's going to have some amazing stories, I'm sure. She is. And I told her that you and I would send our laundry down to her so she could, (laughs) no, maybe not. Anyways, all right, so let's get to our guest. Good morning, Emery. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Are you tall for nine years of age? Actually, I don't know, but I have got that a lot. Yes, you look tall. When you came in, you were about the same height as Mike and I. It really seems so. So, Emery, tell the listeners, don't be nervous, but there's mm-hmm. 200 cities across America listening to your voice. Yep. Does that make you nervous? No, not really. Okay. Yeah, she's polished, <laughs> She Mike. is good. Man, oh, um, do you want to come like hang out with me every Saturday? Because I think Mike's got to travel for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fine. I do that. All right, All Emery, right. so you're nine years young. Yep. What grade are you at, and where do you go to school? Um, I am in fourth grade, and I go to Christian Central Academy. Okay. So here's the important question before we get mm-hmm. into the ministry part. What do you want to do when you get older? I actually want to be an actress. I don't really. Yeah. An actress, Mike. Oh, wow. How did I not see that coming? Uh, we got to get an autograph now, because she's <laughs> going to go places I can see. Do you need an agent? Um, <laughs> I have a background in sales and marketing. Come on now. Okay. Pray about that. All right, good. I closed my first deal. All right, so Emery, um, and your father's here next to you, too, yeah. hanging out, too. And I'm so thankful for Jeff, just a godly man, godly family. Uh, Emery, you were in the car. How did you hear about what was going on in Texas? So I was actually listening to this radio, and I just was thinking to myself, I think I might be too young to do any of the things, like going there actually in person. But I decided maybe I could make cards because I don't think that job's taken yet, or I don't think it's ever been thought of before. Make cards, Mike. Wow. So you're not a plumber. No. Okay, because plumbers right now are in Texas serving. <laughs> um, so if you can't do plumbing, but you can do cards, and yeah. you brought a boatload of cards with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Look so at those. Those that, are awesome. That is great. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and read one of the, So are these cards meant for who? Um, the people in Texas. Um, okay. Yeah. So actually, this one was from one of my friends. Her name is Timmy Chubai. Um, this actually is a really good one. I actually specifically chose it out of every other one because 
I think this one is just really, she uses some key words and it's just really amazing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Hi, I hope that you know that Jesus loves you very much. Honestly, he always loves you even when you do the wrong thing. This, str this struggle you're going through gives you an opportunity to tell people about him and go be a disciple of God and share his love. Wow. And that was written by a nine-year-old? Mm. Yeah. Actually, a ten-year-old. But Oh, that makes sense. That's she's, ten years old, right? She's, like, she's a little... Yeah, she's, she's a couple smart. months older than me. Okay, okay. Wow. So this is just one... And you have, like, many cards there. How yeah. many cards do you have here today? Um... 30, but I have a lot more. Okay, like what's a at lot? Is that school. 10, 20, 30? Maybe like 40 more at school. I have a lot. Wow. And so what we're going to do, Emery, is we're going to get those cards down mm -hmm. to Texas. We're going to yeah. we're gonna FedEx them down um, and get them really quick so the volunteers can hand these to the families. Mm -hmm. what, what goes through your mind knowing that these cards are going to be read by families who are going through a really tough time? I mean, I just feel honor that I can help at least in some way um but I'm not sure otherwise sure so how did you get your friends this was in school that you did these cards uh -huh. right how did you get them motivated to to you know just all of a sudden would you do this or did you twist their arm or oh, it's free, free, <laughs> free donuts Mike free donuts. you know it kind of works for you and I right did you did you have to bribe them or how did you communicate and, and gather all the cards um, well, I just asked my friends, so I decided that I want to make some cards and I need a lot of help because I need a lot of cards. So I just told them, maybe we can make some cards. And so our teacher, um, my teacher, Miss Lux, she lets us write cards during recess and sometimes if we're in the room during chapel. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Now, where do you yeah. go to school again? Um, Christian Central Academy, CCA. CCA, yeah. right here in Western New York. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good school. Great well, good school. for you. <sighs> well, if you, you know, you, you seem pretty smart for nine, I'll be honest. You know, <laughs> yeah. I went to college for six years. Isn't that impressive? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a four-year school, but you know, that's, a whole, <laughs> that's a whole other story. But, Mike, yeah. uh, we got a bright one in the room. I mean, how about, oh. how, how cool is this, Mike? Well, seeing a, a young future leader of our country, absolutely. hearing about a need and saying, you know what, maybe I can't do plumbing, maybe I can't get on a plane right now and go to go to Texas, but I can make a difference and encourage people. Yeah, and, and in your statement, Emery was like, I, I'm too young for this, but there was something that you could do, and yeah. you stepped up and did it. Congratulations. Thank that you. is so fantastic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so what goes through your mind, Emery, knowing that probably next Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, people are going to be getting cards from strangers? What, what goes through your mind when you think about that? Um, I mean, I'm spreading the gospel, and so are my friends. So that just is really awesome and amazing to me. And so it just goes through my mind that I'm helping, and sure. that makes me just feel really happy. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been to many disasters, and until you've been to one in person, mm -hmm. TV doesn't do it justice. It, yeah. it, it's, it's so overwhelming um, meeting a family that you go there to help them, and one of the first things you do is sure. take everything that they've ever owned or been given to them and take it out of their house and put it to the curb, to the curb. Mm -hmm. because their house flooded. Everything's yeah. got to be replaced. And we always tell the volunteers, understand that even though you're there to do that task, Make sure you take the time to love on that family because this mm -hmm. is a tough time. And what you've done, Emery, yep. by these cards, you're encouraging people who are going through a very, very tough time. That's right. Mm -hmm. At nine years of age. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty exciting. There's going to be yeah. people sitting, and, and maybe your same age too, and mm -hmm. older, they're going to be sitting in their living rooms with tears 
coming down Aww. their face Absolutely. because you've reached out to them That's in cute. such a special way. I love it. I love yeah. it. Emery, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you and, and your family and your school, CCA, right here mm-hmm. in Western New York. These cards are going to be in Texas next week. And now you're going to still collect more cards? Is that accurate? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. And right. I'm, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm actually planning on asking some teachers if I can make an announcement for a lot of other kids in the whole school, not only just my class, to make cards. Um, like, even just throughout the whole school, and then before um, you guys leave to Texas, sure. um, I could just bring all of the cards all together and then just share the gospel and love. She's got a plan. I love people who have plans, Mike. I mean, that's uh, I, I love I love the plan. And we're going to be there for the whole month of March. So again, if you're listening, welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're talking to Emery Fancher. We have plumbers, right? We don't have anything. God has plumbers mm. in Texas right now, oh. serving families in need. We have families uh, in Kentucky being served by Eight Days of Hope because of a flooding event. And um, Emery here, nine years of age. A little bit younger than you and I, Mike. I'm, so, I, I, I'm listening, and I'm watching, and I'm seeing, and I'm thinking, 19, 29? How old is she? Just yeah. a Inside. little. Just a little younger. A little bit younger. But I, I do see actress all over you, by the way. Oh, yes, <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Okay. We need Christian actresses in Hollywood, don't we? Yeah, oh, yeah. we do. another topic for, sure, for another for day. Sure. Um, Emery, thank you so much. You're so kind to uh, you. to come in studio today. Uh, hopefully your teacher uh, will hear this. And, and again, no, yeah. no pressure, but yeah. 200 cities today are listening to your voice. <gasps> so one last thing. Let's wrap this up. If you could say anything to someone who's driving in their car or listening at their on their computer or on their phone, um, if they can't go to Texas or Kentucky to help with Eight Days of Hope, these families who suffered a significant disaster, what would you tell them? What can they do to help these families in need? Honestly, I was just being creative with this. Um, I mean, you could also figure out how to send cards as well. Okay. Um, you might be able to make pack lunches too as an idea. Okay. Um, other things like maybe make art little things i don't know okay maybe donate money too okay okay food water and i like what mike said pray volunteer donate if you can't go to texas pray for those in texas Uh make cards send a donation Uh, but thank you so much emory for um for uh for doing what you do so so excited to meet her too oh my gosh you better be careful somebody's gonna take your job you know what i've (laughs) been excited we've been thinking about my successor here in a couple years i think in about 13 or 14 uh she she might be ready but well i know dad's in the studio he's not on the mic but he's looking at a smile on his face so proud of his his thumbs up yeah thumbs up there you go (laughs) now i I heard you're headed out for donuts now or something oh yeah yeah yeah. Donuts. well good for you emery thank you so much Appreciate it. Uh, Emery Fancher here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 80s Hope. Hey, when we come back in just a moment, we're going to be talking to a volunteer that's in Kentucky right now as we speak, serving families in need with 80s Hope because of the recent floods. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Again, please consider helping us out with our, our outreaches in Texas and Kentucky. You can make a donation online or you can mail a check to our P.O. Box that I'll share with you in a little bit. But thank you to Emery, and we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. 
Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 8 Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At 8 Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country. Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting Eight Days of Hope, please click on the donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Emery Fancher. Oh my gosh, Mike. Fantastic. She makes all these cards. So we've got like 30 cards that we're going to be sending to families in Texas. And I was looking at them during the break, and they're just cards of encouragement. Um, You know, it's it's amazing what a nine-year-old young lady can do. Well, that's got to go and touch somebody's life this morning. Just the fact that a nine-year-old sitting in her classroom gets a uh, just that vibrant heart i want to do something i'm too young for this i can't hang drywall but i can do something and she got all of her classmates i mean there's cards from people just amazing but thank you so much to emory hey as you know mike we're in kentucky as we speak uh there was a major flood in the eastern part of the state and even though we were in texas helping out families uh one of the blessings of 80s hope is we have facilities all over the country Mm -hmm. iowa new york tupelo uh over three million dollars of equipment have been donated over over the years, and we moved very quickly to be there in Kentucky. And right now, John Himes, one of our 181 volunteer leaders, he's from Ohio. John, good morning, brother. How are you? Good morning, Steve. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, just uh, glad to be down here. Uh, we're uh, well. I'm it's, so- it's it's a it's a coal mining area, and uh, these people are really grateful that we're here. Mm. You know, I was looking at some of the pictures, John. I haven't been down there yet, 
but I know that um, our volunteers showed up in waves more than we expected. We're so grateful for those who feel comfortable with some of the precautions we put in place due to COVID. We still want to be on the front lines for Jesus. And John, you're there. Why don't you describe to the listeners a little bit uh, some of the flooding uh, damage that you've seen? Uh, My wife and I, we came down three days ahead of time to uh, go out into the community and get some jobs lined up for the volunteers coming in. And we've seen uh, homes completely destroyed. Uh, my crew, uh, we've worked on a church that had 10 feet of water in the basement for two days getting the mud out of it. So uh, the, the average income here is about $20,000. Oh, and and when gosh. you come into a community that... Uh, They've lost their homes, their possessions. Basically, all they've got is a few clothes. And uh, one of the great things with Eight Days of Hope, we we brought our uh, laundry trailer, and that has really went over good in the community that uh, at least uh, we can get some clean clothes for these people to, to start out with again. So they're, they're really grateful that we're here. John, it's Mike Fiella. Good to hear your voice. It's been so a little while since I've seen you. Uh, you, <laughs> you. You've taught my wife and I well how to do some assessing when we were down in Florida. But um, so can we back up just a little bit? You shared something when we were down in Florida, how you got involved with Eight Days of Hope. Was it your daughter kind of got you involved in church and then you were, exp- uh, then you were exposed to it? or you know? Yes. Uh... Give us a little bit of that. That was a great, great testimony. Uh, well, in fact, uh, as Steve says, uh, share your testimony, and I've shared it quite often down here. But, uh, yeah, uh, five years ago, uh, my daughter uh, got me to go back to church because I, I wasn't going to church. Uh, really didn't need God, and uh, she opened my eyes up, and God got a hold of me. And uh, I met some people at our church that uh, were going to a flood, and that's one thing I can relate to the, the community hear that there's something good that comes out of a flood that saved my life, Uh, that uh, I turned my life over to God. And uh, so that was basically it. Once once I got to that first trip with Eight Days of Hope and come back, and and, uh, God took over from there, and I just, uh, wherever he wants me to go, and uh, so... That's how I got here. I, I was praying whether I should go to, to Texas or where he wanted me, and the next morning there was an email saying, hey, we need uh, leaders in, in Kentucky. So <laughs> here it, I am. And, and living right next door in Ohio is probably a little bit easier to get closer, there. A little closer, a little closer. John, yeah. we normally don't ask guests our age, but you, you'll see where I'm going in a minute. But, but how young are you, John? Uh, I'm going to be 68 this month. Okay. And I want the listeners to hear this. So here's a gentleman who's not in church. He's in his early 60s. His daughter finds a way to convince him to visit a church. And at the, at the end of the day, a couple years later, he is a leader mm. of a national ministry on the front lines for Jesus. I mean, only God can do that, John. Because uh, oh, I, I, know. I know your heart, brother. You are one of the most soft-hearted 
men I've ever met in my life. You're Every time I'm around you, I'm a better person. And just to know that you and your wife can be on the mission field together that's with awesome. Eight Days of Hope right now in Kentucky, man, that's got to warm your heart as well. I wonder if your family ever thought this day would ever happen. Hmm. I, I, I don't think they did, but uh, it's such a blessing because my, my children and my grandchildren, uh, they see it now. Hmm. And uh, especially my grandchildren, they, they says, uh, you're, you're going to help someone again, Papo, have a safe trip. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what, what a, and Mike, you're a grandfather. What a legacy. I mean, for, for his grandkids to see that, you know, their grandfather is serving families in Eden, Kentucky with eight days of hope right now. And absolutely. And they're watching and they're listening. Yes. And, you know, I'll, I'll say some things like, and they'll come back and say, well, Grampy, did you help that person over there? Oh. I didn't even think they were listening. But they're watching, and they're just they're, they're sponges. So mm. we need, as grandparents and parents, to set that example. So, John, I know that Ricky Russell, one of our rapid response managers, is leading the effort. And as you said earlier, uh, the laundry trailer is there. And in a couple minutes after uh, we kind of wrap this up, we're going to be talking to Lisa McQueen. She is kind of helping, I think, your wife, uh, maybe working yeah. together to oversee the laundry trailer. So we're going to hear some s- stories there as well. But, how, John, the damage you see and the families you've met, what, what, how do the families react when a stranger shows up saying, hey, um, we're here to help you. We're here to love and serve you because we know that the need is huge. Just share with the listeners some of the reactions that you've seen, either from the, the families we're serving now in Kentucky or, or some past trips. Well, when we first got here, uh, one of the blessings, and, and God always lines the people up ahead of time. He, he's got the plan. He does. But uh, we had some locals. Uh, I had a wildlife fish and game uh, officer that uh, knew everybody in the two counties that we are serving, and he went with my wife and I to, uh, we don't call it assessing down here, or or it's called, uh, what can we do for you to help? Because if if you call it assessing, they think uh, you're the government. (laughs) Oh, okay, sure. But uh, it opened the doors uh, where we would have had a hard time because... uh, they don't trust outsiders, mm. and once the door was opened and the word got out, it's just everybody is just when they see the blue shirts or the yellow shirts. Eight days of hope. Are you coming to my house? Oh, so. oh wow! And I know your heart, John. You like the other volunteers that are serving right now in Eastern Kentucky, Beattyville, Kentucky, by the way. And again, more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. Now, the volunteering for this relief effort is is closed due to the very quick response of the volunteer base. So thankful for the volunteers who showed up on a moment's notice. Um, John, what goes through your mind knowing that today you're serving in Beattyville, Kentucky with people that um, you've served with in the past and probably some new friends, and there's also teams in Texas serving families who had broken pipes. What, what goes through your mind knowing that today in multiple states, people are seeing Jesus through the Eight Days of Hope volunteers? Right. Well, uh, just like sharing our testimony, uh, you never know what seed you plant, and but God's going to water it. And someone may come along later on and finish the product, but uh, we've had so many people that when they see us, they know God's here. Mm, yes. And 
even the local volunteers that are working with us, they said, man, you guys are amazing. I said, no, God's amazing. Mm. Uh, and they, they said, well, you'll see us in the future because mm. we, we want That's a right. part of this. So mm. uh, just to be the hands and feet of Jesus, uh, it's, it's so rewarding. Uh, and the, the community, uh, they're seeing God in action here. Amen. So, so, so John, what, what do you say to those folks that say, wait a minute, you're, you're in your 60s, um, you're not getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. I can attest oh, to that. Yeah. Yes, I am. Take that back, Mike. I'm, I'm getting paid. Uh, uh, after my life is over, I'm, I'm going to get paid. Oh, hmm. Amen. Amen. So put a challenge out there, because there's, there's some folks listening right now, they, they, they really might not know what to do. They do want to help. They're, it's in their heart to do so. What would you say to that, that person? God gifted you with uh, a gift that you may not know you have, but if you come on one of these trips, he'll, he'll show you what he's got in store. Amen. Amen. Talking to a good friend of mine, John Himes, who's in Kentucky, serving with Eight Days of Hope as we are helping families. Uh, Recent floods in eastern Kentucky. Just Google the flooding in eastern Kentucky from about a week ago. We're going to be there um, for another week or more. Um, And today, Mike, volunteers are serving multiple families. Uh, They're doing their laundry for free. They're providing an opportunity for these families to have a meal if they want to come back at dinner. But today, Mike, the sermon that, you know, the greatest sermon I ever heard is the one I saw. That's right. People are seeing Jesus today in Kentucky. They're seeing it by, I mean, picture this, volunteers come in from all over and... During a pandemic. During a pandemic, hmm. and it's full. We're full to capacity oh, what, we could, what we could uh, support at this time. So I love it's it. just amazing. Yeah. So it, maybe you can't go to Kentucky. Well, you can't go to Kentucky because we're full right now. Uh, we have so many volunteers that showed up. So thankful for that. And in Texas, we have plumbers serving families in need. But maybe this is not a good time, or maybe you're not comfortable right now with the pandemic, even though it might be in the sixth or seventh inning of a nine-inning game and we can sure. see light in the tunnel. Just go to our website. Go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Just submit your email address. That's simple. And whenever we go anywhere, and we, and we, we usually go somewhere pretty much almost every single month, we will let you know where we're going. And if that timing is better, come join us on these rapid response trips. You do need to be 18, but our rebuilding trips, any age can come. And again, talking to John Himes, who's in Kentucky. We always tell people, pray, volunteer, donate. Would you consider a donation today? Become a monthly partner. Go to 8daysofhope.com and you can give online. John, we only got another minute, and I know that you're excited to go serve families today, um, even though you are a national radio, but I, I respect that. John, when, when you leave in a week or whenever you head home, um, what, what, what things do you take with you from these trips when you serve with 8 Days of Hope? Uh, there's always God moments that uh, you take and cherish that forever, but uh, you... You think about the people daily that you, uh, the community that you've just left, and and, and weeks and months later, you, you're wondering how are they getting along because uh, okay. they're they're in a bad situation, and just by us coming in and helping them out, it it's not the the finish line. They they got to right. get their lives back together, right. but we when we show them uh, God that. Uh, He's going to be there for them. That 
they, they have the hope to continue on. Amen. That's so, amen. But, mm. Yeah, I, I get into a depression when I get home thinking about what I've got and what they've lost. Mm. So that goes through your mind a yeah. lot. Yeah, and that and, and that's something, you know, it's it's kinda like going to camp when you're a kid. You're on cloud nine because you're at camp, and then you go home and you kinda go through withdrawal. And your withdrawal is not because you're on cloud nine, it's the fact that you were able to help families move forward and like to your like you said, maybe you couldn't get them to the finish line. Mm-hmm. But but here's one thing, John, I know. Forty thousand volunteers with eight days of hope. They've seen Jesus in action, they've used their gifts God's given them, and they've had these God sized moments that they'll never forget. I promise you, John. The people that you're serving today, they might forget your name. They might, but they'll never forget you. That's right. Right. Never. Right. Mm. They'll never. The fact that a stranger during a pandemic traveled with a ministry called Eight Days of Hope to either Texas to help out with the uh, the ice storm victims or these families, they'll never forget you, John, forever. Mm. Right. I think, John, the word deposit, you've just deposited something in their life that's permanent. It'll never leave them. They'll always remember that you and the volunteers around you came and stood on their front yard, their lawn, Mm. helped them through the worst time in their life, probably the worst time ever. And uh, you've deposited in their life that's going to be an eternal difference in the days to come. Amen. Well, that's that's rich, Mike. That's rich. John, we love you, brother. Um, Man, I'm going to pray for you real quick before we hang up with you. Uh, Father, we just thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for John. Father, 68 years young, Mm. on the mission field, during a pandemic with his wife, loving and serving the brokenhearted in Kentucky. Father, I pray a blessing over him, over his health. Uh, Father, over, uh, over his marriage, over his family. What a legacy. Father, we're a better organization because Mm -hmm. of John Himes and his bride. Thank you today, Father, that they're in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray as they continue to serve and they might start getting tired and weary, Father, that you give them the energy that that only we would know and have because we know you. Give them the energy to finish strong, to to be a light in a very dark place, Father, uh, with with all that damage in Kentucky, Father. But thank you for John. Thank you for his heart. Thank you for his smile. Thank you for his friendship, Father. We love him and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Amen. Mm. Well, God bless you, John. Give everyone, uh, say a hug. Well, give everyone a elbow bump on behalf of Mike and I and tell them how much we miss them and love them. And, and thank you, John, for joining us today. Thank you, Steve. See you, Mike. Yes. God bless you. John Himes, um, one of the volunteer leaders with Eight Days of Hope. I can just see his smiling face. Oh my gosh! He's such a—he's always beaming with with joy. He's su- such a humble man. Sure. You know, he just came to meet Jesus at sixty-three years of age. It's amazing. And then he gets baptized, <laughs> and 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 now he's out on mission trips yeah. after mission trip, yeah. Yeah. using the gifts he's given, been given. Um, what an amazing, amazing heart in that gentleman. I know. And mm. last I talked to him, he's. He goes home and just waits for the next oh, trip. Oh, I know he you know, does. He's, he's, yeah. he's there waiting for the email to come in. Yeah, that's why we're full in Kentucky. But again, you can't help today. Pray for those volunteers and those families we're serving in Kentucky and Texas. And if you could donate, today's the day we need a donation. Please consider donation. We made those decisions on a moment's notice without raising a penny. We're in Texas. Um, you don't know this yet, Mike, but mm. yesterday spent, spent another $10,000 on plumbing supplies to take to Texas because they don't have plumbing supplies 
there. You know, oh, we're wow. feeding the volunteers. We're serving families in Kentucky. You can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. Become a monthly partner. You know, make a $10 commitment every month, $25 commitment, $50 commitment every month. Every dollar you give will be used in the mission field. All of our fixed costs, our overhead of buildings and equipment, insurance policies, of the four staff members, that's covered by our partners. Mm-hmm. So when you give to 8 Days of Hope, either online or our mailing address, get your pen ready, every penny will be used 100% pass-through, Mike. 100%. That's what's exciting about it, Steve, is the fact that every, I, I can only say it again, every single penny. Yes goes right to the the cause that you're donating toward. 8daysofhope.com. You can donate online or you can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. You can check us out on Facebook as well. All that information is there and online at 8daysofhope.com. Hey, when we come back in just a minute, we're going to be talking to Lisa McQueen. She's in Kentucky too, Mike. Yes. And she is not tarping roofs or gutting out homes, but she's doing laundry. Doing laundry. (laughs) I cannot wait to hear this. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Hope Rains as a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. 8 Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? 8 Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry, and for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com.
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber hanging out with my dear friend Mike Fiella. Mike, I appreciate you so much. You make me laugh. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, you are such a good friend. Thank you so much. You I love you, brother. Laughter is good for the heart, but yeah, uh, you know, you, you just when the minute you say, "Well, good morning and welcome," to, you know, there's just a, something yeah. happens in the atmosphere. So okay, back right. at you, back All at right, you, man. I love you, brother. Hey, we've been talking uh, this morning. Uh, we started out with Emery Fancher, who is yes. collected cards for families in need in Texas. She's a, nine she's, year old. She's a fourth <laughs> grader here in Western New York. So those cards are headed down. And then we talked to John Himes. He's one of our 181 volunteer, volunteer leaders, leaders in yeah. Kentucky. 68 years young, mm. uh, biggest heart of any man I've ever met. He just, he's, he, oh my gosh, I love him. He's in Kentucky. And now, get the drum roll ready, Mike. Here we go. Oh, you did it. Good for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. We're excited to have this next guest, Lisa McQueen. Lisa, good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning in Central Time Zone. How are you? We're doing good this morning. So, Lisa, you too are a volunteer leader with Eight Days of Hope. You're also a missionary with your husband, Bruce. Now, before we get into That's what right. you're doing in Kentucky, let's just tell the listeners very quickly, how did you meet Bruce? <laughs> I met Bruce at an Eight Days of Hope rapid response event. There you go, Whoa. Mike. There you go. Matchmaker.com, Eight Days of Hope. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> do, do, you know, do you know, Lisa, you are part of 14 marriages that have happened because a volunteer came to eight days of 14. hope. Wow. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is. And I tell you, you and your husband, how can you not like Bruce, love Bruce and Lisa? Um, like uh, amazing Special people. people and, yeah. and they're missionaries. If you want to learn more about how you can support them, they raise all their own support. They don't get paid. Um, you can go to our website, eightdayshope.com, click on missionaries, and you get to see a picture of Bruce and Lisa. So Lisa, you're in Kentucky. Um, yep. How are you doing? We're doing great. We're at a great facility. We're at the top of a mountain, and it is just beautiful. We have the most incredible sunrises. Well, up until today, where it's kind of overcast and cloudy, but um, it's we've we've been welcomed into the community, oh, and um, it's it's really it's a new part of the country I hadn't seen yet. So that's been. That's been a part of the experience, too. So flooding happened in eastern Kentucky. Eight Days of Hope deployed. Uh, our volunteer base <laughs> responded very quickly. Thankfully, that God sent his soldiers, uh, men and women, uh, down to Kentucky. Now, some people are in homes today gutting them out and digging, you know, cleaning out the mud from the mm-hmm. flood. But, Lisa, you and a friend, Kathy Himes, who is John Himes' wife, you guys yeah. are heading up a different arm of the ministry Tell the listeners what God has you doing today in Eastern Kentucky. Um, we, for the last three days, have been doing laundry for the community. Um, with wow. these floods, a lot of the people had their laundry facilities in the basements of their homes, mm. and all of their clothes have been under mud and water. Oh, boy. And it's just, some of them, it took out their washing machines and dryers. Sure. Um, sure. Some of them, just it's just so overwhelming um, that they can't, that's a, just another thing that's on their mind about what needs to be taken care of. And so uh, we have been fortunate enough through Eight Days of Hope to have a laundry trailer that has eight washers and eight dryers in it. Oh, wow. And we have been keeping those washers and dryers busy. <laughs> I love and, it. And uh, we have done up to 35 loads for a particular family. Um, 35 loads? Yes, because that's what got ruined, and they that's all they have. You know, all of their clothes wow. were 
we're under this mud and water, and the longer it stays wet, the mm. harder it is for them to be able to recover uh, wow. or to restore their clothes. And so we're trying to get it done for them quickly um, and, and right, you know. And so, um, and we've gotten to meet a number, uh, actually a few of the homeowners, a lot are the families that we're serving. Uh, Miss Patty came in pictures up yesterday. She and her daughter, Annette, was a family we did 35 loads for, and she just moved here a month ago oh. and just, you know, lost some of her furniture, lost, of, you know, a lot of their clothes got full of mud and wet, and it was a joy to be able to do that little bitty thing, what seems to me a little thing. Sure, sure. Um, to be able to help them on their road to recovery. So, Mike, you know, mm. sometimes we complicate ministry, but here's here's yeah. a young lady, two ladies who mm-hmm. have traveled out of the comforts of their own home. Right. They're on the front lines of a of in the mission field, mm-hmm. following a natural disaster in eastern Kentucky. And again, welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Lisa's there right now, and they're not tarping a roof and they're not gutting a home, Mike. They're doing something that we take for granted sometimes. They're doing laundry. They're doing laundry. Well, I'll tell you, I thought you went to these trips to get away from that home chore. <laughs> but uh, just the opposite. So it's an amazing thing, Lisa. Is there something that really sticks out in your mind? Conversation, a prayer time or something? With I mean, that's a humbling thing to bring your, your clothes and to be going through this and bring them to a trailer and have other people do their laundry. Does something right. stick out that's- in your mind? Yeah, yesterday I got to visit with a young lady. She and her husband, um, actually, about a year ago, were in a devastating motorcycle accident. And for probably five or six months, they weren't even able to take care of themselves. And now as soon as they're kind of up and going again, now they've got this flood to have to deal with. And I did get the opportunity to say a prayer with them Mm -hmm. and to remind them they're obviously still for, here for a reason sure. because um, they, you know, they're still up and around after the accident. They're still up and around after the flood, and how, how, what joy it did bring us to be able to help them mm. out just a little bit with their laundry. Talking and so, um, it's it is an amazing thing to get to actually speak with the people. That's awesome. <laughs> It's an amazing thing to do laundry. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Talking to Lisa McQueen, she's in eastern Kentucky with Eight Days of Hope as we're serving families after the recent floods. Again, please be praying for Lisa, her husband, Bruce, and the volunteers uh, down there. We have turned off volunteering in Kentucky. We've had such a a huge response to volunteers. But you can pray um, and you can donate. Again, you can do that online. Lisa, um, now you probably wouldn't want Mike to be on your laundry team because I've heard through a, a good source that Mike mixes the whites with the reds. And Mike, now your whites are pinks, aren't they? You can't I, do that. I was Mike. trying to figure out what, how that happened, and I didn't try. It just happened. So, 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 Lisa, and we only got a minute. I'm sorry, but um, you have eight washers and eight dryers. And so are people just dropping their laundry off and you're doing it, or do sometimes they stay and hang out and converse with you as well? Uh, Right now, um, we're getting a lot of the laundry is actually being brought by friends or stuff Mm -hmm. because it's so wet and it's so nasty. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, that, (laughs) that they don't want to put it in their cars. 
And so they're coming in the backs of a pickup truck. Hmm. Um, I understand we're we're getting a load in today that's all in the back of a pickup truck. Oh my Um, gosh! So we're you know when they come to pick it up, we might get to have a few minutes with them. Sure, sure. Um, But they really are in the middle of trying to get the mud and stuff out of their houses, and so it's pretty much drop off pick up at this point. Um, Hmm. And like I said, sometimes we had the wildlife a game warden actually delivered the first laundry that we had on on Wednesday. Um, he's He just knows the whole community, and he actually brought the, the first batch of laundry we had and kept mm-hmm. us busy for a while. So, well, th- wow. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for your willingness to travel on a moment's notice. Thank you for being missionaries with Eight Days of Hope. And again, if you feel called to support Lisa and her husband, um, they don't get paid anything to go on a moment's notice. They're in Kentucky right now doing people's laundry mucking out their homes, uh, helping families uh, to take a step forward after the recent floods. You go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, click on Missionaries, and just look for Bruce and Lisa McQueen. Mike, I I know we're running short on time, uh, but sometimes we complicate things in life. We do. And and sometimes it's the simple acts of Mm -hmm. kindness, like what Lisa's doing right now in Kentucky, that can make a world of difference to someone who's going through a tough time. Meeting a basic need is what Jesus always taught us to do. You know, feed the people, uh, and then mm-hmm. you get, have the right to, to, to speak to them. Uh, and, and the people are so desperate and uh, having their whole life just ravaged, uh, just destroyed in front of them. What a ray of hope to have somebody do some laundry, fold them, and give them back to them yeah. and say, let's start new and fresh. I love it. Love it. Mike, would you pray for Lisa and the team in Kentucky as we wrap up with Lisa, please? Absolutely. Father, we're so grateful, even in the midst of disaster, that you've raised leaders up and people up uh, like Lisa. And and we just thank you for Kathy and all the volunteers that are down there. Use them in a powerful way. I know you're going to bless them during and even on the way home. But for the folks down there, let them know that there's a Jesus that loves them and the hands and feet of Jesus are there in their community serving them through laundry, through mudding out, and through every avenue that is necessary to bring uh, hope to a hopeless situation. We thank you for them. Bless them. Keep them healthy in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Lisa, good hearing your voice. I hear your smile through your voice. I always love talking to you. And please give everyone a elbow bump from me and Mike and and just tell everyone um, we appreciate you guys so much. Love y'all. Love you too. Mm. Lisa McQueen, she's in eastern Kentucky doing laundry for families who not only had their house severely damaged from the recent floods, but their washer and dryers don't work. The laundromat, there was one laundromat in town that is closed because of the flooding. And the only working washer and dryers in Eastern Kentucky in Beattyville, Kentucky is on an eight days hope trailer, Mike. And and I just got, I want to give a praise to donors who've donated in the past Yes, because that laundry unit is one of 24 trailers that are paid for Mm -hmm. that can go on a minute's notice. So if you have donated eight days hope in that past, Thank you. Your donation today is making a difference. And continue to do so because how many times, Steve, we respond without raising funds first? All the time, Mike. And, all, yeah, I mean, all the time. Absolutely. And so now is the time to help these folks in Kentucky. Amen. And, uh, you know, and, and in Texas, that's not over. It's not going to no. be over for a long no, time. We're going to be so, there for a while. You know, go to the website and, uh, and, and donate. Yeah, appreciate that. 
Well, lots, lot to come up this week, Mike. We're going to be in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, meeting with churches and uh, ministry leaders as we look for a project. We have our Midwest satellite just open up there late last year, okay. and uh, we're excited. That's going to be happening Tuesday, so be praying for us as we're um, meeting. I think right now there's about 20 different churches, uh, different denominations, and we're going to put a, we're just going to put a whiteboard up and say, okay, what can we do together? to love on people in need in Cedar Rapids. So we're going to be looking for a community project there. We're also talking already, and again, we only have a couple minutes left, about the possibility of doing something in Tupelo, where our national headquarters is at. It's not disaster-related, but community-related, and also in Buffalo, New York, uh, with some of the COVID restrictions starting to ease a little bit. And of course, Mike, we're we're always leaving on a moment's notice. So again, for more information about the ministry, go to 8daysofhope.com. What a whirlwind today with Emery, with, 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 with John, and then with Lisa. We haven't had a show with that many folks no. on one time, but it's been exciting. It, really great to hear what God's doing. Check us out on social media. If you're on social media, Mike, I know that you are. I am, yes. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And it's simple, eight days of hope, and you can uh, follow along as well. Um, Mike, what goes, you know, again, with just two minutes left, but what goes through your mind listening to those the, the two guests on the phone and, and having Emery in studio? What goes on in your mind thinking back at today's show? It's very simple. God is at work. No matter what's going on, whether it's um, a pandemic or whether it's something, uh, a disaster, so think about it. Bring it on a home level. If there's a disaster, even in your family and in your life, God is in control. He really is. And God think, is at work. And I think sometimes, you know, there, there's some unique things going on, maybe not in my personal life, but some things around me that, that is kind of distracting me a little bit this week as I've been praying through some things. And I think sometimes when we're going through tough times, and we are as a country, even though I think things are getting better, um, focus on the good of who God is and what God is doing. I mean, today God is using volunteers, hundreds of volunteers in multiple states to be a glimpse of his son, Jesus. And so to me, that's what we need to focus on. Focus on the Emery's of the world who um, take the time to you know, encourage her friends in fourth grade to write thank you, you know, we love you notes to to (laughs) those in need in Texas. That's exciting. I wish everybody could have just take a glance at her face, just a, 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 you know, a nine-year-old so excited to, to, to find something to contribute. It was awesome. And she's so composed. Oh, my gosh. She could, like, have her own radio show. She could. She's going to take our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you for joining us today. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're here every Saturday on the East Coast. This is the time that we play on Central Time Zone. This is the time we play. And and every week we try to share some God-sized stories from the mission field. Next week, we're going to be talking with a gentleman who is a plumber. He's a professional plumber. He lives in the state of Delaware. And he decided to leave Delaware to go to Texas to help families with all the pipes that have been bursting. So we're going to talk a little bit to one of our leaders, Don Milam, next Saturday. So make sure you join us as well. Hey, if you want to go back to our website and listen to some past podcasts, there's some good ones on there. Go to 8dayshope.com, click on Media, and uh, you'll find them there. But Father, we thank you so much for this morning. I thank you for my brother in Christ, Mike, for his heartbeat uh, for the ministry of 8 Days of Hope. Father, we thank you for Emery. We thank you for yes. John. We thank you for Lisa. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father, for how you gifted them and how they're using their gifts 
to uh, to serve others in need, Father. We pray for those listening today that, Father, that they'll remember to pray for the volunteers and these families, possibly volunteering on a trip and possibly sewing into the ministry of Eight Days Hope as well. We ask all this in your son's name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.